0: Solihullradio.com.
1: Welcome back as we roll into another Solihull podcast. My name is Claire Bullivant from the Solihull Observer. And on this podcast, we're going to chat through some of Solihull's top news stories this week and also the top things to see and do in town. Sadly, we're missing Mr. Solihull himself. It ain't a party unless it's an Ian Rogers party. That's Mr. Ian Rogers. But it's still the Solihull Dream Team with the wonderful Mel Palmer, Chief Executive of Solihull Bid here. Hello, Mel. Hello. And we've also got Mr. Amazing Mover and Shaker, Jeff O'Brien, who runs Solihull Radio.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: So let's start about front page news story this week, I think. Mm -hmm. This is a story, a really sad story, actually. And it's... um, somebody basically has stolen some of the sensory equipment from a Solihull learning disability charity just as they were putting together their new garden touches. Um, isn't this awful? Who steals from children and also disabilities?
0: It's Yeah, completely not right. I agree with you. And Solar are a wonderful charity um, based just down by the fire station as well, as aren't they? So they've yeah. got two different campuses um, and they do some fantastic work. Great kids clubs. So why would you do it?
1: it's just awful um, what, what's the therapeutic rain wall that was stolen though have you ever seen one of those it sounds quite cool
0: doesn't it it does sound quite cool I'm thinking back to the sort of Chelsea Flower Garden style yes, uh, yeah. installations that I've seen yes. with uh, the water just cascading down maybe uh, again without googling it Claire I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the uh, dark
1: But I just, I just, it's a horrible story. And obviously it made the front page. So it's solely Mm. for Life Opportunities Solo. That's what Mm. it's called. And you obviously know this company, Jeff. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: There's there's a couple of people there that um, I've worked with in the past. And they're a lovely bunch of people. And it must be really, really sad to get almost to the finishing line with a new space. And then to have people come in and. I know, and, and what things. are they
2: going to do with it? That's what I always think when people destroy, mm. you know, an area or steal parts of things. Exactly, what, what's the benefit from that? Yeah. Um, that's what worries me even more.
1: Well, it's apparently gaining quite a lot of publicity, so hopefully somebody somewhere will know something, and who knows, the items may be returned. But it's not all doom and gloom, because we did have one good story that we talked about last week, and it was the uh, mother of six children. She's disabled, and she had her scooter burnt to a cinder um, a couple of weeks ago in Solihull. But we, in the office of the Solihull Observer, we actually had a phone call, and somebody has donated her. They want to remain anonymous. Isn't that amazing? They've donated her a whole new scooter. It's so brilliant
0: a mobility scooter. That's Not right. just a one of those scooters <laughs> from the park. No. <laughs> a mobility yeah. scooter. Sure. So um, That's such a good story.
1: For every bad person, there's also a really good. That's person. really nice
0: of them as well. And yeah. they just phoned into the into the paper.
1: I didn't take the call, but apparently yes. And they don't want anyone to know who they are. Oh, it's all totally anonymous. But I just think it's amazing when people do that because so many people do do good stuff, but they put yeah. it on their Facebook page, don't yeah. they? They put. It on, I know yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there are people who just don't want any recognition, and they just That's do it. True. From Sure. Being yeah, good sure. and being nice. So very nice story there. That's a feel-good story. Absolutely. And you can actually also, if you're listening to this, you can also do something really good. Um, basically, it's Age UK Solihull. They're after people. They're calling it the cog, jog, or be a mad dog challenge. So they <laughs> You want... did well there. <laughs> I did. That, that was excellent. <laughs> Luckily, I wrote that bit <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah. They want people to take part in either a 55-mile bike ride, a jog... The job part is going to be to complete in the Birmingham Half Marathon in October or the Be A Mad Dog part is to do a tandem parachute jump in, at Hinden Airfield. And it's all for raising funds for mm-hmm. H.U.K. Solihull. So if you guys wow. had to choose, which one would you do? The jog, cog or the Be A Mad Dog? Definitely jog.
0: I'd do the jog Safest. as well. Yeah. Safest. 13 and a bit miles.
2: Although it might be a jog and sort of shuffle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and a <laughs> yeah, wander, a and and jo- a wander <laughs> at the end. No, I think um, I think that's really the, the lady um, from H.U.K. in Solihull, lady called Lorraine Hart. She's been into the studio a couple of times. And some of the things that she comes up with and develops as the fundraising manager um, over there, it's really, really good. All the money, she was telling me, that Age UK raise in Solihull stays in the borough of Solihull. Brilliant. So everything comes back to the people around here. So it it really is important. I don't think I'd go tandem skydive. No.
1: I was just thinking that might be the quickest and most like you get it over d- and done with quickly, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't be able I to, think to do I would that. Stay no. with me for the rest of my yeah.
0: life. I, I'm, I'm out.
1: <laughs> I'd like to say I'd be brave enough, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should all sign up and do one of them. I'm in, we, I'm in
0: training. You forget I'm in training for the, for um, for Louise over at Get Ahead. What are you doing? I'm doing the Wolf Run. Okay. On oh, you? On, uh, on the 9th, 8th or 9th of September. So how
1: Ooh. far is the wolf
0: run? I think it's about 10k, but it's not about the running. It's the open water swimming. It's the, Isn't this uh, the really muddy one? The really muddy one, yeah. And why is it
1: called wolf run?
0: Because you uh, you run in a pack and
1: it's, oh. and it's like... wolf
0: <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's a wolf face. You're <laughs> looking
1: very macho there. So,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm in training for that and I'm yeah. going to raise a little bit of money with my pack for uh, Get Ahead over on the Warwick Road. Okay. And Louise is the fundraising manager there. She deals with Hashtag Charity Tuesday. So if you're interested, any charities out there that are listening, if you want to get your stories out here, why don't you come along to Hashtag Charity Tuesday and we celebrate charity champions in our area.
2: Brilliant. Great. I saw you jogging back from McDonald's. Is that part of your yeah,
0: training? But it, I'm almost <laughs> at my... <laughs>
1: <laughs> with your big Mac in your hands.
0: <laughs> I'm almost at my zenith now. <laughs> okay. You know, if I, you know, if I get... T- they're too early I've, I've still got the rest of August to get through but I'll get there it's 10k once you get <laughs> going Miles
1: I always do everything in miles I never know k okay. S- 6.3 okay it's still quite a bit yeah ooh no so, I, pref- um, I prefer if you're actually being chased by wolves. the wolves that's what yeah. I was, what yeah, I was yeah. thinking do they let wolves out at you uh-huh. you know like zombie <laughs> the zombie ran and zombies come and chase it's you it's
0: really good fun and uh, <laughs> you know mm. you should have a go you, you, I loved all
1: like that. I did um tough Mudder a couple yeah, it's years same ago, sort of thing, and I loved it. I absolutely hated like the idea of it and the run up to it, and i didn 't do any training really okay, and I was going to pull out because two of the, my team pulled out on like <sighs> the morning of the run, and I was like oh i was so tempted. And I remember ringing someone, my mum or something, and saying, I really don't want to do it. She was like, if you've said to do it, you're going to do it, you have to do it. So I was yeah. like, oh, God. And I went along and my friend and I still did it. And honestly, it's one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah. I'm mm. so happy Great did it. Great mm. stuff. And
0: raising money again for our local area.
1: Yeah, absolutely. H-U-K. Yeah. Brilliant. We're very good, good at this. Good luck, way. Lorraine, <laughs> if you're listening in. Absolutely. I, I
0: hope lots of people sign up for your uh, charity programme.
1: Another good thing that may be coming to town is they're talking about having all these saving, and I'm, I don't want to say the word. I'm going to say defibs.
0: Yeah, defibrillators. Well
1: done, that's the one I wanted. <laughs> but they're saying that eventually they want one defibrillator well done um, <laughs> for every 300 meters of urban space in yeah. parts of Hill. Yeah. This is a good idea, isn't it, guys?
2: Yeah, it is, and I think we, we've we been supporting this already because we've got our town hosts who are first aid trained to a sort of higher level, but with the defibs it, it can mean that you do have to have people that are feel confident to use them. So it does come with its um, extra training sometimes, but I think just having it there is obviously going to be a brilliant thing. If it's there in the right place at the right time and saves a life, this is what we need.
1: So the, the defib is the thing that does the pumping of the heart? The defib is
2: actually... Uh, well, I've, I thought it was the thing that sort of shocked you when shocked you were having you. Oh, a heart, okay. heart attack. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah.
1: Which which people do normally with the staying alive pumping before the ambulance gets Almost. There. Is that what yeah. happens? Yeah, yeah. Um, from, this-
0: from my training... Um the AED, it, you, you put the pads on and it works out if the person needs to be shocked. Oh, wow. And it will tell you what to do. And, um, you know, from our first aid training, as soon as you call the ambulance you, and you start CPR if they're not breathing and whatnot. Um, and if you've got one of these devices, yeah. you are... The, the, I don't know quite what the statistic is. I think
1: it's uh, in the article. But, uh, but high, uh,
0: it, you know, if you've got one of these, if you just do CPR... Mm. Um, out of every hundred people you just performed CPR on, mm. three survive.
1: Oh, my goodness. Mm. Right. Not, not we, a very good statistic. It's not
0: a very good statistic. You could be there trying your real hardest, yeah. um, but only three of them will uh, will start again. But at least with this, you've got much more, much more chance. Yeah, and you yeah. put the pads where it tells you to put the pads, and then it talks to you, um, mm. and it, it it scans, and then it works out what to do and then it will either shock the patient or not shock the patient because some people don't need a shock.
1: So have we already got some in the
2: town centre? Yeah, there are two that I know of, and I know that there's an initiative at the moment um, going on through the council. Um, There's discussions there about getting them in. I think it's just businesses that may... may Want or not want to mm. have them in their businesses, so I think there's lots of discussion. It's definitely the profile of it is raised really high at the moment, and hopefully we can all benefit from that.
1: And is it kind of like how how do you find them? So if you are on the high street and somebody, how do you see them? Are they kind of are they they're bright yellow? Oh,
2: okay, yeah, they are, yeah, bright, they are yellow. bright yellow in sort of like a see through um, case on the wall, mm. so they're, they're quite easy to see.
0: And also, if you've called triple nine, um, mm-hmm. they will tell you the location of your nearest. Oh, AED brilliant. device. Yeah. Oh, it
1: sounds like a great idea to me. Yeah. It does, yeah. yeah. What is it? A
0: thousand pounds? Is that the initial cost?
1: I, I think know. it's not, it's not very much, is it? No. Compared thousand pounds. A life at least, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, brilliant. If, if great we stuff. get one every three hundred meters in the urban parts of Stoke Hall, yep. only going to be good news. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Um, another new technological thing: um, <laughs> solar powered bins going on <laughs> oh. trial in Stoke Is this a good idea, or is this a whole in, of load of
0: rubbish? In pre-production today. It, oh,
1: boom, boom. Boom, boom. Oh, I, I knew i'd get that in before you did
0: <laughs> i well <knew> done. you <laughs> well done it in, sort
1: of floated out
0: in pre-production today we talked about this now this is not the bin that mel is you're suggesting that has a chat with it you and, chat, and thanks you so nice, for yeah. um for all of that but from our research it just emails or texts the council <laughs> to tell them that the bin needs emptying is that correct
2: that's what I've, I've thought it said, but I can't, I, I don't really, I suppose it's okay for bins that aren't in a town centre. I'm always looking at things from a town centre focus, sadly. Yeah. So I know that in the town centre, the bins are emptied anyway. So mm. They wouldn't need to be told.
1: These, I think, these are out in, the in parks, the, out in the park okay. and stuff like and that. And apparently, so. they're huge. They take like eleven times the amount of yeah. normal rubbish. So okay. I think they can stay unemptied for yeah. quite a lot yeah. longer. Yeah. Um, and
0: s- smell slightly worse. Probably, yeah, that's yeah.
1: true. Didn't think of that. Yeah. Mm. Um. But Mel, I want to know where you have been to have a bin talk to you. Oh, I've been to a theme park.
2: <laughs> I went to a theme park and the bin talked to me. What so did yeah, it, say? it just said, "Oh, thank you." Well, that's, <laughs> I think it said. <laughs> Well, oh, thank you for being so tidy.
1: <laughs> Was this America? Or? <laughs> it <could have> been. <laughs> That was a good American
2: accent. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll try. Uh, wow. That's a Drayton
2: Manor. I think I, it was a shark.
1: I want a bin that talks to me. Yeah. Um, I've just got one of those new electronic bins. Every time you walk past it at home, it opens up. And I thought that'd be really clever. But it's driving me insane because oh, no. it never opens up when I wanted it to no. open. As soon as I'm walking past, it just opens oh. and scares me to death. So oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit <laughs> unsure about these technological advances. A bit lead weight in, on the top. Yeah.
0: Here we go. There are four new bins in Malvern Park. Five bins in Shirley Park and two bins on the town centre's high street.
2: Really? Yeah. That are talking.
0: No, that are um that, that are solar powered. Well, I never I knew did. I'd seen one in the high street on on wandering round.
1: When I'm walking back through it this afternoon I go does it have a lid?
0: It does have it. Well the lid is a dome, um presumably the solar power bit. Wow. Um, and then yeah, it it um, I'm just reading Councillor Ken Hawkins, thanks, Ken. <laughs> um for uh, Ken's a friend of the show. So he's uh, he's in there the increased capacity can help keep our open spaces clean whilst the tech inside can help save the council money because the council operatives are planning their routes to get to every bin more you know strategically. Mm. Wow. Oh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <It> says Mel.
1: <laughs> it's just amazing that something's gone on on the high street, that Mel hasn't, hasn't pe- seen. come from you. Yeah. Normally Did you not have gone. a
0: meeting about these no, bins?
1: I,
2: no, no, <laughs> they've snuck in like, yeah, like little robots. So I have no clue about why this is happening on the high street. So there we are. We will mm. we will find mm. out. This could I think parks is, is, is useful and mm. out in, in the borough, I think, is useful. But sure. the high street, the bins are cleaned every day. So mm, who no. knows?
0: Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Talking, yeah. <laughs> talking
1: of parks, they're thinking of turning the area between Coventry and Solihull Hall, you know all those beautiful fields into a national park. What do we think of that? I
2: think that's a huge yes. This is page yes. seven of we the have week's to do paper, this paper. Yeah.
1: And it's the Meriden Gap and other green areas designated in a national park has been welcomed by a government report, apparently. Yeah,
2: and I think anything to do with um, green spaces, getting people to appreciate their green spaces and actually getting people out, away from all their technological products they're they're talking bins or moving bins or whatever uh, and getting them out into the fresh air even as little as five minutes outside can reduce your stress um, and also they did a study with students recently and they realized that the ones that went out into parks nearby they had really great lower levels of of uh, corto is it cortisol? cortisol uh, and then also raise levels of um, vitamin d so it's really really helping people with stress and anxiety if they get out into the green open spaces
1: and i like it when they label these areas of green space as a national park or something because it often gives them protection doesn't yes, it it's yeah. like nothing can be built yeah, on there and yeah, yeah it's, it's some sort of protection that's it yeah and you can develop that area you're
2: shaking as well. your head there i'm Jeff. not
0: sure about that but if they how can they make is that out near bickenhill or out F- further between uh, Meriden and the Covent or, along the Coventry Road, sort of thing. The
1: picture says it's um, near Bicknell, but mm. I'm not sure. I'm not really au fait with this whole area around there. So mm. um, I think it's the Meriden Gap, so which would include like the green areas like Blythe.
2: Uh, Blythe river, river valley yeah but i just think anything i do think it's a good idea anything that's going to keep our green spaces alive that's what I, i'm really keen i on think it.
0: it's a great idea i don't think they're going to stop the build because really? we need thousands of new houses and um, mm. it'll, it'll, i know it's terrible to say uh, but yeah I'm, I'm with mel on this one five minutes outside lower your cortisol mm. get some vitamin d and um, breathe air yeah, Get off your devices. Get off
1: your devices. Play with a ball.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, of
1: course, we are now a tourist destination because we've been having people coming here on holiday. We've just heard about all these um, children, are they, from yep. Chernobyl? Yeah. They've been visiting oh, us. yes, yeah. Tell us about that. Do you guys know anything well, about
0: Well, I, I know that every year some, uh, some children from that area come down. I think they're sort of 12, 13, 14-year-olds. Oh, does it happen every year? I think so. Um, and then what they do is they come and enjoy a break from their... Area of um, where is it now? Where is uh, Belarus? Belarus what sort of way, isn't it? Chernobyl now, mm, yeah. um, and th- there's been lots of things happening. Did you see that series on on TV? I it's, did. It's
1: I didn't. It was amazing. I mean, it, it, I've heard it's horrific. I,
0: well, I, you know, Mrs. Uh, Solihull Radio watched, you know, back to back, pretty much. As soon as you start, that's oh, it's it. It's
1: absolutely gripping.
2: Mm. It's really gripping, and you can watch it on catch up still, mm, can't you? Mm. And it's won all most awards that a TV series has won, I think. Really, really good. And what's it yeah. actually called? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yeah. 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 Okay. They're yeah. up all
0: night thinking of the name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. They, Nailed they, it. That's they yeah. exactly let's, what it's Yeah. Let's just YouTube. go with Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But yeah, how many years is that now? 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, it must thirty be, years ago. Ages, and and you. Right, it's still a no-go zone. It's going to be a no-go zone for a long, long time. Um, From somewhere in my mind, I remember reading a story um, that in that area, they're now beginning to produce vodka.
1: I don't know if I'd be willing to try that. No, I wouldn't. You'd be thinking it's radioactive no. or yeah. something, wouldn't you? But I, I can't believe people go on holiday
2: there. And since the Chernobyl um, series went out, the chartered sort of holidays there have gone absolutely, you know, wow. to scale. Yeah. People go there to have a look at it.
1: Is it true that it will be forever, forever. polluted? Yeah. Like, yeah. Are, are they still sending in? I'm, I remember, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they were still sending people in in the suits mm. and yeah. like, paying yeah. them a fortune to try and move certain things back out. or That's clean right. it. Yeah. Are they still doing that, or have they just given up? No, I
2: think they are still trying to do things, but um, the one area is completely sealed, isn't it? That's but it's right, sti- but it's still some sort of dome. But it mm. still is giving off the, yeah. the bad
1: stuff. It's terrifying, isn't it? And you,
0: yeah. you, that image in your mind of the Ferris wheel, do you remember the Ferris wheel image where, with all the um, overgrown plants growing yeah. over it because, yeah. you know, no-one's been in that fairground for... Thirty years. Yeah. And wow. everything was just left, left
2: because people were evacuated. So you can see the sort of macabre fashion mm. fascination to go and see it. Mm. But um oh no. And there
1: are still animals and things there, yeah. aren't there? Yeah. And they'll have yeah. fish yeah. with three heads. Well no,
0: that, that's the that's the flip side, isn't it? The fauna yes, is actually doing really, really well. Yeah. Because there's no human involvement. No. Wow. So the the actual environment and all right, it's radioactive, so, we co- you know, it's not great mm. for everything, but mm. it's doing really well. All of the, the sort of ecosystems yeah. are really thriving.
1: My yeah. oh goodness. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? Very strange. Um, moving on, this is something that you've been working on on Mel considerably over the last few months and it's all happening this month how's it all going the postcards from Solihull?
2: Oh it's been fantastic thank you it's been really really good um, and we produced a few little postcards um, that people could buy um, which we were raising some fun- funds for change into action charity and we thought well oh, maybe you know we'll sell just a handful it didn't cost us very much to produce but today when we have the big gazebo out we've had people coming and queuing to buy the whole series yes. of the postcards. And then a lady came up today and said, oh, I'm making a book. Aww. And I'm sticking them all into a book. I'm this is one of the best things you've ever done. So I just think it's really opened people's eyes to the history of um, Sully Hall Town Centre. And it's a good reminder, isn't it, of where we've come from. And
1: Who comes up with these ideas? Are they yours? Uh,
2: oh, no, I couldn't claim this. This is a wonderful lady at the library, Tracy, who we met with. and um, We thought she was just going to be asking us to help um, produce a, a map. And then when she showed us all the um, all the memorabilia that she had and all the data and all the photographs, we said this has to go out there to the public the public needs to see this so it's she's really the catalyst of the whole thing and then the bit of picked it up um and thought this was a great idea so we've the team have worked really hard on it so yeah it's great and
1: it's all running until the end of the month
2: it is yeah yeah so you can go and sit on the sofa in touchwood pick up the phone listen to people talking about how they used to ride a horse into Woolworths um and things like that the which wild is, west i know <laughs> yeah i know um and mcdonald's where it used to have a post box the height of a saddle so you didn't have to get off your horse post your mail wow yeah so it's fascinating and, and the trail's sorry, still sorry, McDonald's
0: going. Yeah. In the location of McDonald's. In the lo-
2: location. Of
1: McDonald's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's has been around for yeah, a long time. Long time. <laughs> 1920s McDonald's. I'm just going to leave the yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah. The um, yellow arches yeah. they ride under. <laughs> you know, um, in the top end of Touchwood, there's two sort of five metre prints yeah, either yeah. side of there. What, yeah. Where are they? Just um, montage photographs of the high street.
2: It's somebody was commissioned, I believe. It was in uh, 1948, mm. and somebody was commissioned to do a panoramic uh, view of the high street, mm-hmm. and so Touchwood. Um, have, have recreated that so it's either side and then they've added a few of the quotes that people have talked about um, from the past so it looks really good so if you, good. yeah, go into Touchwood and have a look at that um, yeah it
1: does look really fascinating. I've,
0: um, I've taken a photo of the uh, image and um, Solihull Radio's front door is still there in the image.
1: Oh, fantastic! Is it? Yeah, it is. All yeah, right. I'll show you the photograph. Yeah. Have, um, you, have you never been tempted to do a drone thing along the high street? Because um, I know you we, did that amazing we, video. We did at with...
0: um, uh, over Christmas down uh, at Crescent Arcade. Um, the drone company that I use, guys, um, guys called Impact Aerial, absolutely fantastic. Um, he is uh, licensed actually uh, from the airport to fly in this area so oh, maybe maybe over christmas time we could get mm, uh, what what is the just really quickly it's not a christmas market is it
2: no, it's the festive feast.
0: Festive feast, that's right. I am almost Duke called call it. Jingle bell jog, festive feast. Are we
1: talking about Christmas
2: already? <laughs> <stuff laughs> Sorry. I think it's 19 weeks.
1: Well, what a lovely roundup mm. this week we've done. I mean, obviously we can't fit in all the stories that are in the paper this week, but um, we've done a fair few. And if you have a story for us, do get in touch with us at the Solihull Observer, also Solihull Radio, and also the Bid Team because you're all in the thick of it, aren't we, guys? That's We're here. Way. We're yeah. here Absolutely. for you, and we want to spread the news and help make lives here in Solihull better. Uh, more pleasant for us all so yeah do get in touch with us and keep listening to this podcast we'll be back after the break with what's on to do this week in town
2: First Fields is one of the region's most respected law firms with more than 120 years experience. Winners of the Chamber of Commerce Excellence in Professional Services Award and High Growth Business of the Year Award. We have over 150 experts working across eight regional offices, all dedicated to finding you real solutions. Get to know us better at firstfields.co.uk
0: listening to Solihull Radio. That's right, welcome back. Thank you very much for staying with us here on the What's on Solihull and in fact the Solihull podcast. I'm joined in the studio by the same people that were just here a minute ago and that is Claire and Mel. (laughs) Claire's from the Solihull Observer. (laughs) We're still here. We're still here and Mel is uh, the CEO of uh, the Solihull Bid. Um, Right, we are starting on Friday the 16th of August. Now this absolutely says Ian Rogers to me. Um, this looks like one of his events. If it ain't a party. It's, it's an, an Ian Rogers, Rogers party. party. <laughs> um, it's a glow UV neon party over at Pop World um, in Solihull. Now, that starts at 8pm and that goes right on until 4 o'clock uh, Saturday morning.
1: Who Is does this that? when your teeth glow? Is it when yeah, your yeah. teeth look really white? And, yeah, black and, lights. And I think mm. they put, give you... Glow stuff you can put on your face and, yeah, stuff like that. Wow. Sounds fun. If
0: you want some more information uh, on, have a look at popworldparty.co.uk and uh, you may even see... Ian Rogers himself, because I know he's there on a Friday <laughs> evening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to Saturday the 17th of August, we've got a fine and local food fair again. This is happening on the High Street mm-hmm. and Mill Lane in Silly 9am until 5.30pm. You can sample the best of locally sourced food and produce from a range of top-quality products. Suppliers, I love these because it's all local, it's supporting our local economy and our local farmers and things, so yeah, do exactly. try and get along and support them. If you want more details or find out who's exhibiting this week, go to skets.co.uk for all the details on that.
2: And then sticking with um, Saturday the 17th, there's also a Caribbean evening, which sounds a lot of fun, at the Royal mm. British Legion in Knoll. Tropical sounds of the Caribbean with the UK's number one steel pan player.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Love it. <laughs> I, the, booker at, um, the booker at the British the British Legion's guy called Ken. He gets some really good people in he yeah. does and yeah. they
1: they're really um you sometimes think british legions are a bit mm-hmm. sort of old school don't you a lot right. of yeah. elderly people but these guys they seem to put on events for everyone yeah. the whole family yeah. and they've uh, got some amazing I'm, nights there
0: i've been there round of drinks with peanuts under a fiver do
1: you know what one of my first ever jobs was at the <laughs> british legion on the shirley road yeah on the, that road there and i remember um Somebody said, oh, I want a drink for you. And I thought, oh, a glass of wine kind of thing, a tip. And he was like, no, 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 you're only allowed to take 15p. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. And I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's very, very cheap. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is. Great night out.
0: Sunday, the 18th of August, Meadow Management in Knoll. If you'd like to join the conservation volunteers and help manage the meadows at uh, Jobs Close Local Nature Reserve in Knoll, um, why don't you get in touch with them? For more information, visit solihullcv.org.uk.
1: Yeah, I love those events. It's really mm. nice to go and meet fellow people who mm. like helping the environment and keeping exactly. things. yeah. So I've met some great people at events like that. Okay. Then moving on to Monday, the nineteenth of August. It's a nature family day at the Parkridge Centre in Bruton Park. B ninety one three HW is the postcode for you. sat nav ten thirty AM until twelve PM or one thirty till three PM. This is a drop in session for you and your babies and toddlers, and you can it's basically your messy and sensory play. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys put on great events, and it's all part of the Warwickshire Wildlife Trust. So you can find out all the details on their website, warwickshirewildliftrust.org. UK forward slash
0: events. There is a slight entrance cost per child on that event, Claire, of £3.50 each.
2: Well worth it, I think. Absolutely. And also at the same place at the Parkridge Centre the next day, on the Tuesday the 20th. You can do mud, glorious mud, which sounds even more fun, if you ask me. Mm. Mind you, I have got a grandson who does get drawn to a lot of mud, so there we go. You don't um, have a
1: grandson. No. A grandson? I you do. look about 25, miles. Oh, oh I'm, coming, I'm coming here How again. <laughs> do You have a grandson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mason. Oh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he's my prince, and um, there we go. And so you can go along, 10.30 to 11.30, at Bruton Park, Parkridge Centre, and make mud monsters and paint. Oh, I love this. Okay. Uh, for children 2 plus, entrance costs £3.50 and again it's going to the enquiries at wkwt.org.uk
0: Kids in Space on Wednesday the 21st of August at Alton Jubilee Park, B92 7QR 11 until 3 meet some dancing, stormtroopers and enjoy a space themed craft activity. That sounds great as well. Yeah. Um, other entertainment includes Claire's favourite, um, which is a Punch and Judy show.
1: <laughs> I'm scared of Punch and Judy. <laughs> I think it's really scary. It's, it's like you get eaten by crocodiles, you yeah. get banged over yeah. the yeah. head with sausages and I hammers. And I think children, they're really terrifying.
2: Scaring, I, was terrifying. Terrifying. I was always that kid who yeah. was sent
1: into the parents' room to wait for the Punch yeah, and yeah, Judy to you know yeah. be over. I'm, Come back with, I'm with you on that
0: um, There are some children's rides, face painting and lots, lots more. So that is Wednesday the 21st of August at Alton Jubilee Park
1: and then we'll finish off the week with traditional Indian block printing who knows what this is I don't even know I what don't it know. is That's but, it's, fun. but it's all happening at the core you can join Helen from Mindful Crafts for a block craft workshop ten thirty a.m and you can find out all the details on that at the core theatre solihull.co.uk
0: brilliant stuff thank you so much for listening because that now rounds up our uh, what's on for this particular week there is one more bit that we'd need to uh, have a quick chat about and uh, mel is going to tell us a little bit about that
2: i was just sneaking in i'm being a bit naughty but i want to, i'm so excited about something we've booked so um saturday the 13th of september gosh i hope i've got the date right yes i have um we have bringing in we're bringing covent garden to mel square So we're bringing the Covent Garden uh, circus bus to Mel Square and it's there all day, 10 till 5 and throughout the day in Mel Square you will see high wire acts, you will see all sorts of things that are really fantastic but also you won't just need to be in Mel Square, it's roaming so they have a little uh, performance at the front and whilst they're not performing on the front, the rest of the acts are are actually roaming the town centre, going through Touchwood and things like this. It's completely fascinating. We've seen the trailer for it and it's coming to us. So it's brilliant. It's all free to see and watch. And that's 13th of September. What yeah. day of the week is that? Saturday. 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 For
1: Saturday's oh my goodness. time. So it'll be like yeah. jugglers and... Yeah, everything. Uh, oh my Comedians,
2: goodness. Comedians. Um, it's just just amazing. There is a high wire act, which looks really
1: scary, but yeah, it's great. Brilliant. You, you put on some amazing yeah. events now. Really, <laughs> really good. you. Really
0: Uh, Great stuff. Uh, Thanks for joining us and listening in to the Solihull podcast. If you have an event or you'd like to become part of this podcast as a guest, you are more than welcome get in touch with Claire at the Solihull Observer. Um, See you again soon.
1: Bye.
2: Thank you. Bye.